Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the commentary for Antony and Cleopatra Act 4 in The Pendant Shakespeare. I am your director, Landon Bell, and I am joined by... Swen Halverson. And we start off with a scene that I directed. I should mention, Swen is uh, recording from a car, so this is the first, uh, as far as I'm aware of, the first pendant commentary recorded in a car. <laughs> well, it's mostly quiet, except for there's a little bit of air conditioner. But but I've actually used this car to record uh, lines before. <laughs> I thought I put you on splint. <laughs> uh, somebody's calling. <laughs> well, before we get a little bit further away, uh, <laughs> let me cover. Uh, here we had Finn MK as Octavius Caesar. And he was uh, lamenting about how uh, ticked off he was that Anthony beat his messenger. And uh, we also had Kyle Garrett there as Messinas. Yes. He will not fight with me, Domitius. No. Why should he not? He did I direct this one or did you? Times of um, I directed this one. He is okay. 20 and uh, one. Yeah, I I really like the uh, the beginning of the scene because this is where uh, Antony and Domitius really start to uh, butt heads. Would thou fight well? I'll strike and cry take all. Well said. Come on, call forth my household servants. Let's tonight be bounteous at our meal. Oh, and speaking of characters, we have Anna Rodriguez here as Give Anthony, and yes. we also have Andrew Hackley here so as Demisha Zanabarbus, with Rachel Wallace here fixing to pop in, you have served me who, by the way, ditched her last name, so that's new. Yes. That's new. But fortunately, we are ahead of the curve, so... I wish I could be made so many men and all of you clapped up together in an Antony that I might do you service so good as you have done. The, the gods forbid. forbid. Well, my good fellows, wait on me tonight. Scant not my cups, I like this song. And make as much of me as when mine empire was your yeah, fellow these, too. These tracks from uh, Zero Project and um, that singer who I, I cannot pronounce her name for the life of me <laughs> because it's Greek, literally. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, they do a really good job on all of their collaborations. Or if a mangled shadow. And uh, you'll actually hear her singing you as uh, along with Zero Project here later in the act um, for the final scene. Anna? No, the singer on the Zero Project track. Yeah. And I cannot for the life of me remember her name. And if I look it up, I will butcher it. And I, an ass, am It is, hang on. 
Transform us not to women. <laughs> I'm gonna try and pronounce this seems to be getting moodier. Grace grow where those drops fall. Do what? My hearty I know Barbara seems to be getting moodier and moodier. Yeah, his uh, his demeanor and outlook really starts to change early in this act. No, my heart, I hope well of tomorrow. And will lead you rather than Okay, the singer's name if I if I'm not butchering this too badly is Dia and drown I believe is the correct way to say it. But I'm probably wrong, so <laughs> Sister, good night. Tomorrow is the day. It will determine one way. And here we have the guard. Yes, we do. We have Bree Page here as the first soldier, and Temporary Butterfly as the second soldier. Well, ma'am, good night. Which, I'm not gonna lie, I intentionally wanted to cast these two actors in this role so that I could have um, two actors from Boko Loco in the same scene. I have an absolute oh. hope our land What's uh, Vocal Loco? Uh, Vocal Loco is a uh, voice acting website and voice acting community. Um, Vocal-loco.com for anyone who wants to check it out. Um, but yeah, we have uh, quite a few uh, actors on the show who have come from there, and they all do a really good job. Under the earth. Shines well, does it not? I imagine the scene was interesting to direct because of the uh, music that is supposed to be in the scene. Yeah, it was really difficult to get right because it was supposed to sound like it was coming from under the earth. Which, if I'm not mistaken, when they perform this, when, when they used to perform this on stage in Shakespeare's theater, they had someone under the stage making noise. Um... But Let's that's not really possible to mimic intent. in audio. So you have to get creative. I had originally intended to put this music to fade into the next scene, which I directed. Mm -hmm. But um, it didn't work out. <laughs> I couldn't get it to sound like it was coming from outside. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I can understand that. In that last scene, we also had uh, Eric Matthews as Varius the Third Soldier and David Alt as the Soldier. Which I guess makes him the Fourth Soldier, but he's just called the Soldier, so. This scene was. A lot of. Had a lot of different be. moving parts in there. Thou art the armor of my There's heart. a lot of little clicky noises. False, false, this, putting this on Kevlar and belt buckles and helmet Thus stuff. Must be. Well, I well, think it turned out we well, but there was a lot of moving pieces. See, thou, yeah, that's what, was, that's what I was fixed to say is uh, you directed the scene and uh, the body armor especially was just sound effect after sound effect after sound effect <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't easy to get right I think there was a couple revisions 
Dispatch. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts with uh, Cleopatra in the bedsheet, and then again. Antony walking across the floor, the and you've got the body armor, Thou see then you've got the group fixing to come in here, and yeah. Good morning, I wanted to have Welcome. them sound playful Thou together as well. Like him that knows a warlike charge. Which I think definitely worked. Especially since they're fixing to go to war. They're not quite at the, uh, oh, woe is me point. Not yet. <laughs> Which, don't get me wrong, it's coming. It's coming and it's gonna hit you like a freight train. Uh, because this act, just gonna be honest, I'm gonna brag on her for here for a minute, but I think that Anna's performance in this act is a all-time high for her voice acting. Period. Um, which once you get to the once you get to the final scene, you'll see why I think that. But uh, yeah, it's the only actor who's ever made me actually tear up while I was mixing. She goes through most of the emotions in this play in this act, I believe, and yeah. Yeah, she covers a lot of a lot of feeling, a lot of emotion, a a wide range of where this character is. It's not easy. And that's not to say everyone else doesn't uh, too, because you really you really get it from the, all three quadrants of Antony, Cleopatra, and Domitius. You get a wide range of emotion from all three of them in this act, but I think I wanted to just fade out with that music just a little bit. But let it hold on just a little bit. Makes sense. The gods make this a happy day to I have a tendency to uh, to linger with music myself. Hadst thou done so, the kings that have revolted and the and David is back. Morning left thee, would have still followed thy heels. I like his voice. <laughs> David has one of those really awesome voices. Call for Anabarbus. Like when you think of voices in audio drama, David is up at the top of the list of ones that you instantly recognize. And he shows up in a lot of those. On open ones. He does. He shows up in a lot of different productions. Most certain. Go, Erato. Send his treasure after. Um, I also forgot to mention uh, Marine Boutier as Erato. Right to it. Or Erato. I will subscribe. Depending on who says it. Depending on who says it. Yes. Say that I wish he never find more cause to change a master. It's fun. We we actually. Dispatch. With most of the name pronunciations, we had, for the most part, the Roman characters pronouncing a name one way, and the Egyptian characters pronouncing it a different way, uh, which was not planned, and wasn't hmm. intentional, and not even what I actually expected, but I made it work, uh, and Swen made it work, and so here we are. Go forth, Agrippa, and begin. And you would have never known the difference if if we hadn't told you. I remember when um, 
we sent out the first script and people were like, how do you pronounce Domitius? This a day. <laughs> I think everyone thought it was Domitius. We have one of those at least. <laughs> Go charge Agrippa. Plant those that have revolted in the van. Originally, that would have been somebody herself. like a messenger going up, but since it's modern, we like to use things like walkie talkies and stuff to add variety. Yeah, which is really nice, I think. Alexis did revolt and went to jewelry on affairs of Antony. There, did persuade And that was Melissa Bartel, by the way. <laughs> and leave his master Antony. For this pains, Caesar hath hanged him. The rest that fell away have entertainment, but no. I can't remember which scene it is, but there's another scene where the messenger which I did accuse uh, so sorely. used a walkie-talkie to speak. Will joy no more. Mostly just because it's kind of tedious to keep and running her in and out and in and out of all these scenes. The poor character does a lot of running. Is now unloading of his mules. I give it to you. Mock not an Oberus, I tell you true. Best you safe the bringer out of the host. And an Oberus? I must attend mine office. <laughs> there you go, it's an, it's another one, exactly. Your Empress continues still a joke. Uh, but yeah, we have uh, Kristen Bass here as Perculia. Yes. Who, uh, she only has one or two lines here in this act, but she has a more prominent role in Act 5. Yes. I'm alone, the villain of the earth, and feel I am so... This line, this line. Oh my goodness, he kills this line. This is why we cast him, isn't it? Yes. This line, he gave us, in his audition for this line, he gave us this deep, pained um, voice, and it was exactly what we wanted in this character. And so hearing it in the final in the final production just but gives me chills. Do it, I feel. I fight against thee. No, oh, and Moonlight Requiem. I will go seek some ditch wherein to die. How can you not listen to this? <laughs> I know. My <laughs> matter. It's like and the commentary is now over. We're just going to listen. <laughs> oh hey we're back uh never mind <laughs> sorry yeah that was a poor attempt at humor i'm not gonna lie Retire. and i uh couldn't find my words uh, <laughs> and you mixed it very well i might add there was a we had to do a couple retakes on this just because uh, um, actually there was only one but uh, most of the actors gave like this nice uh, breathy uh, paint because they're in battle um, takes and then we had some good takes from this from one of the actors but it wasn't quite didn't quite fit with the others so we had to do a retake but uh i think it came together very nice absolutely i i love the final product and i think that um 
really, if you didn't know that they weren't there, you would think that these actors recorded this live <laughs> from a studio. We have beat him to his camp. Run, and I run, also directed this scene. I took most of the battle scenes okay. since I like to have fun. Tomorrow, oh, that was me. I think I show up in I think you all three of these acts. Yeah, you show up in a few scenes. I show up in this Hector's. one. Um, the there's something in the Let background on like act two, and then... There's something in Act 5, too, that you can't really tell, but... <laughs> Swin played Otto's whispering <laughs> for anyone who's not keeping count. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was great. One of my all-time favorite Foley's done for the show. Um, I've missed a couple people here. Uh, we also had Phil Nays as Scarus back there. And... I think we missed Michael Pergar as Agrippa, but that might be here in a minute, so. Yes, I directed this one as well. Swin directed a lot of scenes in this act, not gonna lie. This was about a... I can't remember if it was a straight down the line 50-50 or if he directed more than me, but it was it was somewhere around there. I know one thing, he he somehow, and he said this about the battle scenes, but he somehow took the ones that required the most sound effects. So, even though I had, like, bigger scenes, he had ones that took a lot more logistics to get right, so... Hey, I decided to direct he audio dramas because I wanted to deal with sound effects. In hate of mankind, <laughs> I destroyed in such a shape. Good plan. I'll give thee Good plan. Armor all of gold. It was a no, I, I personally love the scenes where you get to add things into it. Um, I've always had, when it comes to directing, I have a... I have this mantra where I use... Uh, other sound designs that I really liked as a um, as a uh, what am I trying to say a uh, pedestal for where I'd like to make my own work shine um, so probably one of the biggest ones is the uh, the video game Mist um, I just love the sound design in that game and that game series and so I've always used that as a uh, as a base for where to try and place my own work. Originally, there was supposed to be trumpets there, but we decided to just do marching footsteps. Yeah, it, it worked way better without the flourish, I think. Uh, because the the performance that was given from the actors there, it it wasn't, wasn't joyful. And when you've got a flourish... It's kind of joyful, <laughs> even in scenes where it's not supposed to be. So, and they say we shall embattle by the second hour in the morn. This last day was a shrewd one too. Oh, we've got our two soldiers back, or two of the four, I should say. Bear me witness, knight. What man is this? 
Stand close and list him. Wait, are they on um the other side now? Uh, no, I actually, I, I don't think I told you this when I mixed it, but in the original, uh, play, they are, these particular soldiers are in Octavius' camp, but when I altered some of the characters and which, which characters played which soldier and so forth, um, I didn't quite figure out the logistics of that, so I just left it as is to figure out once we were mixing. And uh, when I started mixing this scene, I realized that wouldn't it be cool if he was walking back to uh, Alexandria when he died? And so that's uh, that's kind of what I did here, is I, I had him walking back, and so he gets pretty close to the soldiers and then dies. Oh, he dies in the scene. Which makes it a little bit more poetic in, in, in a way. Forgive me in he did the last uh, act, didn't he? He did what, excuse me? Defected? Uh, no, he did um, at the beginning of this one. Last act, he, he said that he was thinking about it. And then in this one, he finally did it. Oh, Anthony. Andrew, you died well. <laughs> Let's speak to him. The first of a few? For the or things the, he speaks. Was, has there already been season. one or two? <laughs> There's been war casualties, but I I think the only one was uh, Anthony's wife, but I can't remember her name. Oh, um. Don't remember either. Fulvia. She doesn't show up really, though. Fulvia is her name, yeah. Mark, the drums demurely wake the sleepers. Let us bear him to the court of guard. He is of note. Our hour is fully out. Come on, then. He may recover yet. I have to admit, I still have trouble following Shakespeare's place. <laughs> <laughs> It's easy to get confused sometimes. Is today by sea. We uh, the, for me, um, it's easier to follow when I re-listen to it for commentary, but I didn't get to for this one. Um, just because I was time-pinched, so... <laughs> I did listen to it earlier, but... Alright, Swain, you're way ahead of me then. <laughs> The good thing is I remember the, the highlights, the, the stuff that was really important. I directed these three scenes, but they're kind of together, though. I moved this to a ship just for variety. Yeah, when I was listening to this, I don't know why, but it just reminded me of Battleship. Like like something something about the game Battleship, just this, this ship and the helicopter and... Which is not a helicopter in Battleship. But. They may have used some of the same sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. Oh, I meant I meant the board game, but yeah, the, uh, the oh. movie too. I shall discover all. I'll bring the word straight how tis like to go. Swallows have built in Cleopatra's sails their nests. The augurs say they know not; they cannot tell. Look grimly and We're dare back not speak their knowledge. 
Anthony is valiant and dejected, and by start, so is this what they call an aside? Hope and fear of what oh. she has and has or is this? I can't remember if this line's an aside or not. This He's kind of narrating what she's feeling. My fleet hath yielded to the foe, and yonder they cast their caps up and corrals together. No, that one wasn't an aside, but some of the others have been. turned whore. Tis thou hast sold me to this novice, and my heart makes only wars on thee. Bid them all fly. This was more of that emotion we were talking about from Anna and her acting. She went from kind of happy and excited to I'm ticked off. Fortune and Antony part here. Even here do we shake hands. All come to this. The hearts that spaniled me at heels to whom I gave their wishes do discandy melt their sweets on blossoming Caesar. And this pine is barked that overtopped them all. Betrayed I am. Oh, this false soul of Egypt. This grave charm. Whose eye begged forth my war. She's getting mad at Cleopatra and whose bosom was my crown it, my chief and the whole situation. Like a right fast <laughs> and loose beguiled me to the very heart of loss. What? Arato! Arato! Avant! Why is my lord enraged against her love? Vanish, or I shall give thee thy I hope those boot noises were good Let enough for Cleopatra. I know. I don't know if she would wear boots or not. Follow his chariot. Oh yeah, I think she would wear boots out here. Most monster like be shown for poor Because she has her own uh she has her own military. So yeah. This is she ain't no Claire from Jurassic World. <laughs> she came out there and then after seeing Anthony, she just leaves. The shirt of Nessus is upon me. Teach me, Alcidius. Thou mine ancestor. Thy rage. And this is the part Let of the commentary where we're just listening to everyone talk. Talk, 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 talk. Poor Anna and her voice doing all this. Oh man, I felt I felt so bad for her. I felt so bad. She um she actually said in the one of the recordings for the final scene that she was um uh, feeling woozy from the dying. <laughs> the dying acting. Second scene in Act Five really is long. It is. That seems like it should be like five scenes. <laughs> <laughs> that second scene is, uh, man, it's it was like twenty five twenty five minutes, I think. That's Help what me, it came women. up to. Oh, she is. 
more mad than Telemon. Oh, and this, shield. this I directed. Boy, was never so um, so this, then this I musical cue. Lock yourself um, and send her word you I had no idea how it was going to wrap up the final scene in this act. Um, so I was searching through Zero Project stuff, and I came across this. And it's just, it was just perfect for for what I needed, for what the actors gave and did. Um, so I used the first part of it here in this little scene with Cleopatra. Um, just as a little bit of, I guess you'd say, foreshadowing to the mix. Vocal tracks don't usually show up in audio dramas, but uh, they seem to work. These, yeah, we can we can um, do some things with uh, Shakespeare that you can't do in other shows. You can get a little creative here. Thou yet beholds me, I noble lord. We're gonna have some uh, vocal tracks in our next play as well. So yay! Even some originals. That's right. We're gonna have at least one original and. or blue Probably not a second one because I don't know that I feel like writing one, <laughs> writing another. But yeah, the, we're, we're gonna have an original, and, and then we're gonna have music from a mystery artist. That which is now a horse. If you'd like to guess it, you can guess it by tweeting us on Twitter. We have a new Twitter account at the Wild Bill Show. Oh, so yeah. Now thy captain is even such a body. Here I am, Antony. Tweet us and tell us what artist you think we're going to use for Romeo and Juliet the sitcom. I made these wars for Egypt. For the main play. Mm Mm-hmm. Whose heart I thought I had. I know, but (laughs) no spoilers. And if you were included in the cast list and noticed from the credits who it is, then you're not allowed to guess on Twitter. Sorry. However, if you weren't, then you are allowed to guess. There is left us ourselves to end ourselves. Oh, thy vile and if you guess correctly, she we'll give you a shout out me of at my sword. some point. <laughs> my mistress loved thee, and her fortunes mingled with thine entirely. Oh, it's Dave Thanks Morgan as Mardian. Peace. She hath betrayed me and shall die the death. You'll be showing up in play. I believe it's two different characters. What thou wouldst do is uh, thy hand. Possibly. she spake. It's either one character or two. I can't remember. He shows up as the clown, also. Oh, you mean in uh, the next act? act. Okay, yeah. I thought you meant the next play. Sorry. (laughs) Oh yes, I might have said next. (laughs) She rendered life. My name so buried in her. The interesting part is that he's in both. So. Unarm, Arado. The long day's task is done. And so we have the death of Cleopatra. That thou departs head safe. Does pay thy Supposedly. <laughs> I don't know why it's not showing up on the screen, so to speak, yet. But. <laughs> the sevenfold shield of Ajax cannot keep the battery from my heart. 
earlier as well. Um, I forgot to mention her, but we also had uh, Paige Tuling as uh, Carmion in the scene with Cleopatra getting ready to go to the monument. Even though they were both long, I personally really loved the monument scenes because of the the sound design stuff that we could do in there. <laughs> uh, it was really cool. I will overtake thee, Cleopatra, and weep for my pardon. So it must be, for now all length... See, she goes through every emotion. Oh yeah. Just a couple scenes ago, she was really ticked off at Cleopatra, and now it's it's a different feeling. It's a feeling of I feel like I've lost half of myself. Hey, it might be every emotion directed at Cleopatra. Stay for me. Stay for me. Where souls do couch on flowers, will hand in hand, and with our sprightly port make the ghost gaze. Dido and her hyenas shall want troops and all did, the haunts. Did you switch the music owls. tracks or did it change Come, Arado. themes? Arado. Uh, it changed themes, I'm pretty sure. What would, my lord? Since Cleopatra died, it's been a while since I've checked my uh, music list. That the gods detest my baseness. I normally like to I shout out my music, but I didn't. Uh, I don't have access to my uh, whole files at the moment. So. Yeah, I, I like to uh, when I get the chance, but uh, sometimes I just don't remember what the name of the piece was or where it was in the mix. <laughs> once you once you start mixing hour-long episodes. It becomes a jumble, and, and you forget. When I should see behind me the inevitable like, if I had to guess, when movie directors have to direct or have to record a commentary for the movies, they probably have a notebook there with a ton of stuff. Yeah. Because uh, it would be really easy to forget things. Put color in thy cheek. The gods withhold me. I may start doing so that, actually. That? That's not a bad idea, starting a notebook gods, for commentaries. Enemy? Lost I normally just open my project file, but... Wouldst thou be windowed in great row and did, see thy that's helpful, actually. Get it open so you can see what you did. Bending down her corrigal neck, her face subdued to penetrate of shame, whilst the wheeled seat of fortunate Caesar, drawn before him, branded her baseness that ensued. I would not see it. Come then. Is that a wound, fountain? I must be cured. Yes. Uh, there's a fountain in the background um, of Cleopatra's palace. Which I, I think I may have talked about this in the last commentary. One of them, anyway. Yeah, I talked about them in one of them. But uh, there's this one fountain that I picture being in her palace. And based upon where you hear it, that's where the scene's taking place. And come. So it, it's kind of a, a cool little Easter egg that I put in there. Wherein the worship of the whole world lies. Lo thee. My sword is drawn. This is sad. This is so sad. Let it do at once the thing why thou hast drawn it. My dear mistress, my captain, and my empress. Let me say before I strike this bloody stroke. Farewell. Maureen does a really good job man. of um, and farewell. 
sounding like she doesn't want to do this. Now, Arado. Why? There then. Thus, I do. I do understand correctly that uh, Antony is trying to get uh, her to kill Antony, right? Right. But uh, Arato knew that she kills herself. Arato knew that she couldn't do it. She couldn't go through with it, so she had to kill herself instead. And, uh, yeah, that, that emotion, that, that raw emotion there of just her not wanting to do it was brilliantly done by Maureen. And Antonia suddenly finds the courage. I learned of thee! <sighs> yeah. Not dead. Not, not dead. The guard. Oh. Dispatch me. See if you I had just gone to a good hospital, maybe you wouldn't have died. Oh. <laughs> I have done my work in friends. Make it end of what I have begun. The star has fallen. And time is at her period. Alas. And woe. And who are these? This is Hannah Jen Condell as the first guard. And Dominique Schwanard as the second guard. Thy death and fortunes bid thy... And Mindy Raskinas... Excuse me, <laughs> Mindy Rastkinen as Dersitus. <laughs> I made myself laugh in a serious scene. Wow, way to go, Landon. Wilt thou not answer, woman? And this is Paige Tulene as Diomedes. Art thou there, Diomed? Which is uh, interesting. I I kind of envisioned the character as being uh, Carmian's sister. Hmm. So I think she does a really good job of uh, differentiating the voice. When did she send thee? Now, my lord. Oh, it's the same actor. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, where is she? She makes uh, she makes Diomedes sound like a. Uh, a younger version of Carmian, which is pretty cool. Which never shall be found. You did suspect she had disposed with Caesar, and that your rage would not be purged. She sent you word she was dead. This Walla from Anna is gut wrenching. She gave me. I think she gave me more Walla for Antonia's dying than any other actor has ever given me for anything. Oh my God. Almost every line had Walla attached to it. So I was able to piece like all these different takes together along the timeline of the, the mixing track and get a bunch of different uh, a bunch of different uh, sounds and emotional pains out of it. Sometimes it's nice to direct directors. <laughs> it's true. Sometimes. 
So I just wanted to point out uh, before we get to this next scene that one of these lines here, because um, I, I kind of had fun with the parentheticals in this play, but uh, one of the parentheticals for Anna was, Oh, pain, it getteth not better. <laughs> so. Take me up. I have led you often. Some of the Hearing audio drama writing purists are probably going, oh, Landon. <laughs> but it made me laugh, and it got a good performance out of her, so. That's all that, that's all that counts. The performance part, not the, the laughing part. Did you add that line, or? I added that, yeah, as a parenthetical. So. Pretty cool. Uh, and we're finally to scene 15, Be comforted, dear which, if I'm not mistaken, this is actually the most scenes we've ever had in a single act. It's 15. Most of mine were short, but with a lot of effects. Right. Which I'm sure some would say, you know, 15 scenes, that's nothing, but... With a Shakespeare plate, ah, oh, that's a that's a hefty load. Look out over the other side, your monument. Her guard had brought her thither. Fifteen Shakespeare scenes are a whole lot different than fifteen scenes in a script someone wrote. We laugh at other pendant shows, thirty-minute episodes, fifteen-minute episodes. Oh man. <laughs> we love you, Johnny Franks and Seminar and all you other shows out there. <laughs> Should I start listening to Johnny Franks? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm listening to Johnny Franks, so let's just put it that way. I am sure he would love for you to listen as well. But whoa, just so... I am dying. So here we are in this scene, and the music piece is kicked in. Here importune death a while until of many thousand. This uh, song is called To the End of the World. Also by Zero Project and sung by Dia Yayanapalu. Or however you pronounce her name. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I feel so bad. I should have I emailed Zero Project and asked how that's pronounced. But I did not, so. Takes it to another level. It really, I, I think it really sold the performances here, because uh, this is really the scene where Rachel uh, shines as Cleopatra in this act. Because previously she just showed up a couple times, but... So these steps here, um... In my mind, her monument is part stone, part wood. So you heard the stone door at the beginning, and there's also a loft in the monument. And those steps are a spiral staircase up to the loft. Come, come, uh, so I loved, I loved the way that that staircase turned out 
Welcome. And I, I got to use it several Down times in the next act as well. Quicken with kissing. Had my lips that power, thus would I wear them out. A heavy sight. I am dying, Egypt. Dying. Give me some wine and let me speak a little. No, let me speak. Let me rail so high that the Is she calling uh, break uh, wheel. Cleopatra oh, Egypt? Yes. One word, sweet queen. Of Which I think is I think is pretty interesting. It it, it shows how they do not um, Antonia really um, views the character of Cleopatra. She views her as none about Caesar like like a different culture than her. And so that's really what appealed to her. I think. This plays very much about Eastern ideals versus Western ideals. And so the two characters of Antony and Cleopatra really... They really reveal that, I think. Please. Your thoughts in feeding them with those my former fortunes wherein I lived. The greatest princess of the world. Oh, this is her last line. And do not Don't make me not tear up again. Die, <laughs> not cowardly put off my helmet to my countrymen. For me, it's just that the performance really? sold the, uh, the death very well. Uh, we've had other deaths on the show, obviously, but something about this one just, uh, I don't know. It just it came together really, really well. Probably because this one's lingered out so much. No of me? Um, like Othello stabs himself and dies, and no Desdemona just dies, and oh, see, my uh, let's see what else we've done. Julius Caesar is attacked, and then he just dies. But in this one, you get you get a good solid four to five minutes of oh, Antony as she's dying. And I think that I think that helped sell it a little bit better. Young boys and girls are level now with me. The odds is gone, and there is nothing left remarkable beneath this visiting moon. Oh, quietness, lady! She is dead too. Our sovereign. I loved lady. Rachel's take on that line. Madam, oh madam, 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 royal Egypt Empress. Peace, peace, Eris. She gave me several takes where it was, uh, like, really angry, and then some were really emotional and sad. Um, so I went with the, uh, the sad one. I think the angry one would have worked, um, but just in the end, I think the, uh, the other one worked a little bit better. And is it sin to rush into the secret house of death, ere death dare come to us? Yes, suicide is never the answer. How do you do, women? I feel like we should start a suicide PSA for all of the Shakespeare commentaries that feature death. Because suicide seems to be a major thing in Shakespeare. <laughs> Take heart, 
What was I thinking? I should have started that back on Othello. When I jumped on the show. <laughs> Do it after the high Roman fashion. And make well, I jumped on in Much Ado, but no one dies in that play, so. Oh, wait. This case of that huge spirit now is cold. Oh, women. Women, come. We have no friendship, but resolution. And the briefest end. And that's a wrap on Act 4. <sighs> wow. That was just a smorgasbord of fantastic performances, I have to say. Yes. Well, now that... Anna and Rachel and Andrew have left me speechless. Um, also known as yeah, that's, like I said, that's act four. Anthony and uh, so one more act to go, guys. One more. It doesn't seem like it's been five acts, but it has. So. Bree Page as the first soldier. Maureen Boutier as Erito. Andrew Hackley as Domitia Senabarbus. And here we have Brian reading off the credits, as always. Eric Matthews as various Doing a great job there, Brian. <laughs> that sounded sarcastic. It wasn't intended to be, so. Phil Mays as Scaris. Finn M.K. as Octavius Caesar. Hannah Jankondel as the first... Unintentional sarcasm is just a side effect of me not knowing what else to say after that. Kristen Bays as Proculia. You tried directing a Shakespeare play where that many people die. See what you have to say. Kyle Garrett as Messinus. And Melissa Bartell as the messenger. Written by William Shakespeare. Adapted for audio by Landon Bell and Colin Kelly. Directed by Landon Bell. Assistant director. Also, you know, this is a really long episode, so I get a pass for running out of things to say. Additional music. By that doesn't happen States often, Army by the way, because Pershing's you know I can talk forever. The United if States someone Army Old Guard Fife and Drum Corps, <laughs> and Landon Bell of SoundCloud.com/LandonBell, Bell. L A N D O N B E A L L. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2016. And that's going to wrap it up for us this time. Um, again, follow us on Twitter at. The Wild Bill Show, um, our new Twitter account. And uh, yeah, you can stay tuned in to our updates on new episodes and new casting calls. And hey, if you've got, ever got questions, just tweet them to Wild Bill and he will be happy to answer. So All anything right. else you'd like to add, Swin? No. Okay. All right. We will see you back next month for the Act 5 commentary. Until then. Goodbye.